Welcome to the Human Resources for Small Business podcast, presented by Zenium HR. I'm your host, Brandon Laws. Whether you're an HR professional or a small business leader, each episode of this podcast is designed to bring you the latest in technical HR and leadership at your convenience. More content is available on our website at www.zeniumhr.com. Let's dive into today's topic. Hey, welcome back for another episode of the Human Resources for Small Business podcast. This is a what's up in the workplace with <laughs> Lacey Partipello. Good to have you back. Yeah. So holiday parties right around the corner mm-hmm. and interesting that some you know some employers are really doing holiday parties and and doing them they go all out they go all out yeah um alcohol and and all that stuff Mm -hmm. and it can get pretty wild at times i'm sure Uh, some of my my best um (laughs) or worst i don't know horror stories come from fallout from holiday that's amazing yeah so i want to like kind of look holistically at a holiday party um year-end party whatever you want to call it and we'll get into that part of it what is the purpose of it I think employers do host these things for a few reasons to, you know, celebrate, you know, a year that went well to build camaraderie and teamwork, get people together in a social setting. I think it's just been something that has been done for years. And so it's a tradition that continues. But I I think it's just, for the most part, probably a, a way that employers can give back to employees, show appreciation and get people together in a setting that's maybe not so work related yeah, which totally. which is what it, so it's me. like really it's celebratory in yes. a way right it's the end of the year it's like hey great job um i know like we've had holiday parties with uh Zenium and the, the stoller group which is the the parent company and and it's always a blast i always look forward I love to it. so our much holiday fun. Par- and i so love that fun. we do them in january because december is always so busy for people personally agreed, agreed. so it's always something that's like you know, get through the holidays that you have with your family and then have something to look forward to in January as the year starts. I know. It's always funny. Like, I don't know about you when I tell my friends like, oh, yeah, I got a holiday party. It's like late January. They're like, holiday party? I love it, though. I think it works better. (laughs) I would encourage employers to think about that because I think you you actually get more participation because people aren't busy with their own their own stuff in 100% December. 100% agree. Okay, so then logistically, mm-hmm. uh, what should the holiday party look like? Well, the first thing when we were talking about, you know, this is something that's coming up, we should talk to listeners about it, that I am hearing and and I think about is inclusivity, right? Mm-hmm. So like with, with these initiatives that many employers have around diversity, equity, and inclusion, how do we create an environment where we're not picking yep. just one it's not christmas holiday. it's yes. not hanukkah it's yes. it's i mean is holiday the appropriate term is it a year in, so. a year end party i think that works too i think some employers feel like gosh we don't want to swing the pendulum so far that we're like Absolutely. it's You're just a winter it. party or but truly if if you are committed to creating an environment where people are yeah. included and and not excluded being careful or thoughtful about your semantics and how you name things it's important yeah so it's worth taking the time to consider that that's why i always like the year-end party because it's it's really us 
it's not you're not celebrating Christmas together. You're mm-hmm. I think you're celebrating each other and the the work that you did and you worked hard all year and it I think that's what it to yeah. me that's what that's how I would frame it. Yeah, um, I think so too. I think you're able to celebrate the wins too and yeah. so to incorporate some like a, of that goal, yeah. you know, did we hit our goals and yeah, and what what does that mean? being able to sort of do that all at once for an employer, I think makes it easy too. Well, we do like awards uh, mm-hmm. and that's always fun because your spouse is there and, mm-hmm. and you're going up on stage with the music and I you know. get a little trophy. I've always told that. people, I feel like it's like the paparazzi it's or crazy. like it's... taking your, your picture as you're walking yeah. up there. I mean, so. it's like, cause we have four, 400, 500 people in, mm-hmm. in these things. And I'm sure there's other companies that are people that are listening that they're huge companies, probably thousands of employees. So I couldn't even imagine what that would be like, but and logistics around developing a party around that. But there's, I don't know. I always love celebrating the year as a whole. And I think that that would be the way to do inclusively. Yeah, I think so too. Um, Let's talk about alcohol. Yeah. So (laughs) this is the HR stuff that I I need your advice on. So if an employer is listening, like, Hey, I've, been wanting to do a year-end holiday party thing and should I have alcohol or should I not what what do you say I I say proceed with caution so um I like drink tickets or limits or yeah what? I mean I I think you have to sort of consider your population right like if you have a lot of people that work for you that aren't you know even of drinking age I would take that into consideration I would also make sure that you're offering to either reimburse or provide transportation to employees if they're going to be drinking. And I do think there should be some limit or some oversight into how much folks are drinking. And so I've seen the drink tickets work depending on how big your organization is. I've also seen employers sort of steer away from the open bar with the hard alcohol and maybe just serving beer and wine. I think what it comes down to is if you're hiring people that are responsible you recognize and reward that kind of behavior in the workplace. The goal would be that even at a company-sponsored event, that people would behave accordingly. Doesn't always happen, though. So inhibitions get lowered when people are drinking. Policies get violated. Reminding people what expectations are ahead of time is important. (laughs) And then dealing with problems when they happen. So if people are misbehaving, they are behaving inappropriately, really dealing with those things as they occur in the moment. Oh. I think that stuff's important. Yeah. I want to give a quick plug. So there's a, a podcast here in the Portland area, actually. Um, a couple guys I know, um, they have a podcast called The Hostile Work Environment, where they actually look at case law and uh, things that are public at this point because they've been either settled or went to trial or whatever. And they'll 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 talk about what happened and then they'll break it down and why the decision was a certain way. And sometimes they agree with it and sometimes they don't. The, it, one in particular that sticks out to me was a holiday party uh, thing where Doesn't surprise yeah, me. people got drunk and, and um, I can't remember exactly. It was, there's something very graphic in it. So I'll, I'll say proceed with caution if you want to go listen to that episode, but it's f- pretty vulgar. And uh, I mean, it's all part of the case, but mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I, yeah. I can't, can't even believe this kind of stuff happens. And that's why like when I asked you to put on your HR hat right here and you said proceed with caution, I, I a hundred percent buy that. Yeah. I, I agree with you. Yeah. And it also, I mean, if you think about for, new employees that are coming into an organization at the end of the year and they're attending these. I mean, this is your your brand, right? And yep. and a lot of employers have these parties outside of the workplace. So then you've got your employees who are 
out, you know, downtown Portland yep. or wherever. Wherever, yeah. We were listeners yeah. in New York City, exactly. And Texas. Yeah. And so they're California. out representing yeah. your company and engaging in behavior that is maybe not something that you'd want really out there advertised. Yep. Those are just things to be thinking about. And so I'm I'm not the HR person that says don't have the holiday party because it's one of it's my fun. most favorite yeah, things that is. we do here. But you see to see people outside of the the work yes. environment. Yeah, and, and families too. I yes. like the idea too of and we don't do this anymore, but we up. used to mix it up. Maybe one year it's it's employees and spouses and it's kind of a opportunity to get dressed up and go out. And maybe you decide to do one that's more family focused. Yeah. Um for to appeal to the employees who it's kind of a burden to have to get a babysitter and, yeah, and deal with all of that. Sure. So ask your employees, have them help participate in, you know, coordinating and planning. I think that's another way to get people engaged. But be really, really mindful when, when you're mixing alcohol and employees that people know what the expectations are, what consequences will happen, and providing a safe way for people to get home, I think is really important. Yeah, I was going to ask you as a follow-up question, the, the, the safe way to get home. So I think like, as an employer, what you could do is offer some public transportation or reimbursement like an Uber or taxi or whatever it takes because you, you wouldn't, the alternative is a lawsuit or somebody gets hurt. Yeah. Killed, and if it's company whatever. sponsored and you're providing the alcohol, you, depending on, you know, mm-hmm. the laws where, where you, know, yeah, you were yeah, at, true. could be held liable for that yeah. accident or, or what might happen. So the cost of a $50 Uber or Lyft to get somebody well, from the party home it's the yeah, right thing to do. It is. It is. Yeah. And many employers, really, I think all of the ones that, that I'm working with are including that kind of language in their drug and alcohol policies yeah. that if it is a company-sponsored event and you have too much to drink, we will reimburse for a ride share so you can get home safely. Good stuff. Okay. So you're on. you're basically in the camp of have a holiday party, but do it the right way. Do it the right way. Be responsible, responsible. and be inclusive. Okay. Good stuff. Anything else on this? No. Just okay. wish happy holidays to yeah. our listeners. I love it. All right. Lacey Pardipillo, thanks for being part of the podcast. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for listening to the Human Resources for Small Business podcast. Subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, be sure to check out our blog at www zeniumhr.com forward slash blog and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn to hear about the latest in HR and leadership. The information on today's episode is for educational purposes only and should not be taken as legal or customized advice for you or your organization. This podcast is hosted and fully produced by Brandon Laws, that's me, and created and owned by Zenium Resources, Inc., For more information or to contact us, visit www.zeniumhr.com.